Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to At Home in Connecticut, your guide to all aspects of daily living in Connecticut. Hosted by Bill Pierce and produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome. My guest this morning, Pamela Adwood, gerontologist and executive director of Colebrook Village at Hebron, an independent assisted and memory care assisted living facility. Pam, good morning and as always, welcome back. Good morning, Bill. It's great to be here. And uh, as usual, you brought along a guest this morning. I did. I brought along a friend and colleague of mine. Her name is Anne Maliti. Anne is an interior designer and a gerontologist. She's the owner of Maliti Design right here in Connecticut. Welcome, Anne. Well, thank you. I'm great. It's great to be here. And uh, could you tell us a little bit about your work, first of all, and about the, the need for designers to have uh, gerontological focus? Well, um, when I started out in this business about 20 years ago, I realized that I was designing environments that really didn't function well for the people who resided within. And as we all know, the built environment is so impactful on all of us. So I made it my business at that point to get the proper education and training I needed to make sure that these environments were suitable for the residents. And I know that when uh, we were over at University of St. Joe's, we talked a lot about normal aging and what happens with normal aging. And one of the things that happens is a change in vision. Mm-hmm. Um, as an interior designer, what are some of the design features that can accommodate for changes in vision or other age-related changes? And how can senior living communities kind of take those into account or even in our own private homes? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say the first priority in any environment is, is proper illumination. Mm-hmm. Um, lighting is critical, especially natural light. Uh, so not only for vision, but for overall health, because mm-hmm. we assimilate vitamin D through, uh, right. through proper natural light. And a lot of people don't realize that as we age, we need approximately three times the amount of light levels than we do for uh, when we were in our 20s or 30s or even 40s. Really? So that's, that's very critical. Uh, glare is another uh, issue oh, with lighting. So glare can be very disruptive uh, to anyone, and especially those who have age-related eye disorders or who are older. And that can cause agitation, confusion, and increased risks of falls. Right. And, of course, uh, color. As we get older, we have a harder time distinguishing colors, particularly blues and greens. Really? They tend to uh, look the same. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to always incorporate that and understand that as we age. And, of course, uh, contrasting uh, colors between var- vertical and horizontal planes are very important so that you can distinguish between, for instance, a floor and a wall, mm-hmm. um, the edge of a counter and the floor. Right. So these are some of the things we must take into consideration when designing for uh, vision changes. Sure. And for memory care specifically... Are there things that we need to, or or that we could do to improve the function of someone who has a memory impairment? 
Yes. Well, obviously, um, visual cues and landmarks throughout a space so that people can understand um, where they are in relation to space because memory care uh, individuals have issues with spatial relationships. And very often, if there is no visual cues, they will end up wandering in circles. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, so whether it's a piece of artwork, a piece of furniture that is a visual cue or wayfinding, that is very helpful. Uh, sensory cues, the smell of coffee, right. um, baked goods, that's always something that will help somebody identify where they are within a space. Um, furniture placement. We shouldn't have too much furniture within a space because it will increase a risk of fall. Right. Um, and we, most people have assistive devices and they need to ambulate throughout the space. Right. And in many senior facilities, it seems the TV is still central for activities. How can space be set up to promote better engagement? Well, first and foremost, I, I've, I'm asked that quite a bit when we are designing senior living communities. And I think the most important thing is we should always understand who is within the community themselves and look into their backgrounds. What did they used to do for a living? Um, what did they do for hobbies? because those will always increase engagement. So for instance, if somebody uh, was a homemaker and they love to garden, perhaps helping them um, with some plantings. Mm -hmm. Uh, If somebody was a former mail carrier, perhaps they like to deliver mail throughout a facility. So making sure we incorporate activities that are relevant to each person is critical for engagement. And I think that um, a lot of times when we're talking about activities, it's 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 difficult because you have multiple people in a space. Correct. You've got to offer a variety. Absolutely. Offering a variety of activities, understanding music is always extremely important because that is the one area of the brain that is not affected by cognitive impairment. So, you know, we love to play music within space and, of course, identifying uh, individuals' preferences for mm-hmm. music. Perhaps somebody loved Frank Sinatra. Another person liked um, rock music. Right. Um, you know, incorporating music into somebody's daily activity um, is very important as well. Reminiscence, um, setting up areas for reminiscence, sure. f- particularly for higher functioning memory care mm-hmm. residents, where they can sit and talk about their memories. Perhaps they have photos that they can relate to. Um, That's also an important activity that can be done. A lot of today's assisted living facilities really are short on storage space. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm hearing this a lot as we're even setting up Colebrook of, well, gee, how much closet space do you have? Do you have any suggestions for people who want to bring some things? I mean, they're going to downsize, sure, but um, it's stuff that they might usually store in an attic or or in a basement. Yeah, this is always a little more difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would always suggest is that um, the individual sit down, perhaps with an older child, Mm -hmm. um, and and really sort through what is most important to have on hand on a regular basis. Maybe it's particular photo albums, photographs, a piece of furniture. Maybe it's a favorite chair. Um, Obviously, depending on the facility that you're moving into, you'll see how much space you actually will have. But you do have to call down and identify which items would be of particular interest and most sentimental to that person. 
Um, do, are there storage things that you can do within design, like an armoire? Or, I mean, what are you... Sure. I mean, uh, many facilities will provide furniture, but many facilities will allow you to bring in whatever you want. But in addition, you can um, design in closet space mm -hmm. uh, and identify some areas that are storage above closets so that... Oh. You know, we wouldn't obviously recommend the resident go on a stool to sure, get sure. them. But one of the um, personnel mm -hmm. um, or the nurses can go in. And if a resident particularly wants to see something that they haven't looked at in a while, right. they can be stored above. So it is a challenging it is a challenge. Um, yeah, it's always well. a challenge. Well, thank you for sharing all of this. And if people want more thank information, you, your website is? MalitiDesign.com. Excellent. Thanks for joining us today, Thank you Anne. so much, Pam. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you both. Uh, Pamela Adwood, gerontologist and executive director of Colebrook Village at Hebron, an independent assisted and memory care assisted living facility. And Anne Maliti, interior designer and gerontologist and the owner of Maliti Design right here in Connecticut. That's our program for this morning. I'm Bill Pierce. Join me again next Sunday. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.